Hey guys, and welcome to the final part of our journey together as we've meditated for the last seven days on the power of God. This is day seven. You made it this far. Congratulations. I hope this has been a a cool time for you. It has been for me to just sort of think not just about the love of God and the mercy of God, but about his power and about who he is. Last week, we made a transition as we moved from the Old Testament into the New Testament. And we're going to finish off this series today in the New Testament. If you have your Bible, grab it. Uh, We're going to be back in Matthew, which is where we were yesterday. But today we're moving to Matthew chapter 24. And there are a lot of powerful words from Jesus in the Bible. But I think this is the one I want to leave you with. And I'm not going to talk long on this one. I, I just, the scripture speaks so well for itself and it's, This is just a great one to finish off our meditation and thinking on this passage. So Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, and it says this, Therefore, be on alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on alert and would not have had allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Who then is the faithful and sensible slave whom his master put in charge of the household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is the slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will put him in charge of all possessions. But if that evil slave slays and says in his heart, My master is not coming for a long time, and begins to beat his fellow slaves and eat and drink with drunkards, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour which he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and assign him in a place with the hypocrites, and in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Man, I almost hate to end on this passage, but it's just so powerful to me. I think this is something we forget about, guys. And so maybe today we just spend a few minutes reflecting on this. Christ is coming back again. Christ came. And Christ died on a cross. And Christ rose from the dead. And one day Christ will come back again. And when he comes back, how do you want him to find you? Listen, we spend so much time and energy debating how and when and all this kind of stuff. And will it be before this or after this? Let's just drop all that for just a moment. And as we close this series of reflections, let's not think so much about how he's coming back. But let's think about how we want him to find us when he does. If he showed up now, where are you? What's going on? Man, if he showed up tomorrow night, what's going on? Are you ready? Do we live as, as servants who believe their master could come home at any time? And when he comes home, what will he find us doing? What will be going on in our lives? What will the house that he left us be prepared like? Christ has called us to go and make disciples and to to steward creation and to take care of these things he's given us. How are we doing with this? What about with his church? How are we doing with our time and our engagement? Are, Are we diligently working at the things that he left us to do? Or are we simply meandering through life, 
like there will never be a day when the master comes home. I remember when I was in high school, my parents would frequently, or not frequently, but every now and then they would go somewhere. And typically it was like an SEC basketball tournament. And when I was younger, my brothers were there, of course, to keep me. But as I got older, my brothers were finally out of the house and I had the house to myself and my parents would leave. And they'd leave for the weekend or whatever, you know. And I would typically make some bad choices during that time and, you know, have parties or whatever. But I was always keenly aware of the time they were coming home. And so I would do whatever it took to be prepared. I can't imagine how I would have responded if my parents had said, Hey, listen, we're leaving, but we could come back at any time. I would have probably made some different decisions. Because I knew the exact moment that they were arriving back, I basically lived like an idiot until, you know, 30 minutes before that moment so that I had a little time to prepare the house. But Christ isn't my parents. He's not saying, hey, I'm leaving and I'll be back on December, you know, 25th, you know, 2028 at 8 a.m. I mean, because he knows what we would do. Instead, he says, I'm leaving. And at any moment, I'm coming back. And so I want you working, I want you preparing, I want you to live as if you do know that I'm coming back in 30 minutes or an hour. I want you ready. I want you doing the things I have asked you to do so that when the master comes home, he'll find us prepared. And so, I mean, what does that look like for you? What does it look like? Maybe today as we end this seven-day series on the power of God, maybe today is a moment when we recommit to living as if we believe that the king of the universe will one day return, that one day we're going to look up and there he's going to be standing, coming back to reclaim all of these things. Or maybe even that he is using us as part of his return to begin to, to prepare the path and to begin to reclaim the creation that belongs to him. And that this whole Christ coming back again isn't just about one moment. It's about him using us to prepare the world for the moment when he will return. What are you doing with what the master has given you? What are you doing? If, if he shows up right now, do you lift your eyes and look at him and say, I can't wait to tell you what I've been up to. And remember, this isn't about guilt. This isn't about shame. This is about turning towards him in this moment and realizing that the moment he wants when he shows up is to gather all those who have been faithful and reward them to gather all those who have, who have done the work that he set for us to do and, 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 and praise and, and, and just experience an incredible moment with us as the master returns home and we've done what the master called us to do. This isn't about feeling bad. This is about deciding today that I will live in such a way so that if the master returns today, It'll be a conversation I can't wait to have. What about you? What's it look like to reflect on this? To just simply shut your eyes and say, even so come. I'm ready, Jesus. I'm ready. I'm doing the things. I'm a productive member of the body of Christ. I'm building. I'm, I'm helping. Uh, I'm helping prepare the path for you. I'm loving people the best I can. I'm studying your word the best I can. I've been spending time with you the best I can. And I can't wait to see you face to face. Christ is coming back again. And the great 
uh, the, the Peters and the Pauls and <laughs> I almost said the Marys. Uh, the folks in the Bible who were legendary, man, they lived as if the master could return at any time. He's not being lazy. He's not being slow. He's being patient. He's being patient. There are so many days in my life as, as my eyes are shut and I just think through this, there are so many days in my life that I'm thankful that that wasn't the day. But why not live in such a way so that if this is the day, then it will be a day that I have used to bring glory to my God. Whether it's through my rest and my Sabbath or my time with my friends or my time with my family or my time in service, that I am living in such a way that if the master comes home, this servant is ready. Guys, I've enjoyed this seven days with you. I hope you have too. We'll do again. We'll do another one sometime soon. But just take five minutes and be thankful. Be thankful that he didn't come yet. And be thankful that he's turning you even in this moment so that when he does, you will be a servant prepared to meet the master. I love you, Jesus, and I'm thankful for this time. For five minutes, for five minutes, reflect on the day the master comes home.